RC Top 3, a weekly podcast of the top three stories from Regnum Christi. Approval of the Constitutions of the Consecrated Women of Regnum Christi. On May 20th, 2021, Nancy Norden, General Director of the Consecrated Women of Regnum Christi, received the letter of His Excellency Monsignor José Rodríguez Carvalho, OFM, Secretary of the Congregation for Institutes of Consecrated Life and Societies of Apostolic Life, CIV-CSVA, with the approval ad experimentum of the Constitutions of the Society of Apostolic Life, the Consecrated Women of Regnum Christi. The approved constitutions include some simple amendments requested by the congregation itself. The Church usually grants approval ad experimentum to institutions when they are at the beginning of their journey of canonical configuration. This approval has all the validity of a definitive approval, but the institution is given a certain time to verify in life what has been expressed in the rule. This means that what has been seen as a framework, guide, and norm for that institute has to be lived. In her letter to the consecrated women, Nancy Norden says, Let us give thanks to God for this gift He gives us, and may this be one more invitation to live and live abundantly this beautiful vocation to which He has called us. From January 24th to March 6th, 2020, the consecrated women of Regnum Christi held their first ordinary general assembly as a Society of Apostolic Life, SVA. One of the main tasks was the revision of their proper law. At the end of the assembly, Nancy Norden delivered the text of the constitutions to the CIVCSVA for approval. Pope Francis sent an address at the end of the assemblies of the consecrated women and lay consecrated men of Regnum Christi and the 2020 General Chapter of the Legion of Christ, where he said, The new constitutions and statutes are truly new, both because they reflect a new spirit and a new vision of religious life consistent with the Second Vatican Council and the directives of the Holy See, and because they are the product of three years of work, which involved all your communities and led to a change of mentality. It was an event that brought about a true conversion of heart and mind. This was possible because you were docile to the help and support that the Church offered you, realizing the real need for a renewal that would help you break out of the self-referential mindset you had been enclosed in. At the 2026 General Assembly, the consecrated women will have the task of revising the constitutions and rules of life to be submitted to the CIV-CSVA again for approval. Big Kids, Big Problems by Holly Gustafson. I still remember, even though it was nearly 20 years ago, being a brand new mom of a newborn baby. Before the date of my first child's birth, I had been living a relatively self-centered life, and although marriage helped to draw my focus away from myself and toward the other, nothing prepared me for the full-on responsibilities of being a mother. Overnight, I had transformed from a pregnant woman on bed rest, the center of everyone's concern and attention, and, most importantly, able to nap whenever I wanted, to a person in charge of a helpless and endlessly needy human being who, unfortunately, also dictated when and how long I slept. After one particularly rough night, I, bouncing a fussy three-month-old in my arms, was complaining to a group of fellow moms about my lack of sleep, when one of the mothers, with far more experience than me, laid a hand on my arm and said, At least you know where your child is at night. Trust me, little kids, little problems, big kids, big problems. 
She went on to tell of her own sleepless nights, waiting up for a teenager who was out past curfew, or an adult child whose whereabouts she didn't quite know. I remembered her words for the next many years, as I struggled with teething babies and stubborn toddlers, potty training, and those horrible days when a child would be too old to go down for a nap, but too tired to then not become completely emotionally unhinged three hours before bedtime. These are little problems, I always reminded myself as I raised my little kids. Well, readers, those little kids of mine are growing up. Two are now legally adults. And as the kids have grown bigger, so have their problems. And while I thought becoming a brand new mom was hard, I can tell you that learning how to be the mom of adults who can legally make their own, good and bad, choices has been a tough transition for me. As difficult as those early years were, I was much more comfortable being the mom of five little ones whose behavior I could at least somewhat control, than being the mom of big kids, who have to start making their own decisions and making their own path in the world. It's been hard to get used to for this mama who wants her kids to not make the same decisions she did, but make different ones that might make their lives harder or less peaceful or less like the life she imagined they would have. And as I'm walking through this new big kids, big problems stage of life, I'm having to let go of my self-centeredness even more than I did in the very beginning, when I suddenly found myself with a newborn and new responsibilities. I'm learning to let go of my expectations and my need for control, and learning to trust God to accompany my children through adulthood, in ways that I, their non-divine, non-omnipotent mother, cannot. This has been far more challenging for me than the endless diaper changes and toddler meltdowns. At least when the kids were little, I had some control, and I could pretend like I was the God of our little family. In this new stage of mothering, God is teaching me to trust more, to surrender more, to pray more, to give more, to love more, and, this is the hardest part of all, to learn to let go. A collaboration of joy. RC Music Collective and The Vigil Project host Music and Evangelization Retreat. For Jill Swallow, music has always been an important part of her life since even before she was born. Her mother frequently sang to her while she was pregnant with her, and many of Jill's earliest memories are of her mother singing and inviting her to sing along. Jill went on to sing in choirs and musicals, as well as play the piano and trumpet. When, in 2001, Jill became a consecrated woman of Regnum Christi, her love of music and her musical talents found a new purpose and direction, and she began singing at Mass, in choirs, and at special events, eventually collaborating with other consecrated women to write, perform, and record original music. Recently, Jill has joined Regan Christie Music Collective, a new initiative begun last year by two legionary priests, Father Jaime Lorenzo and Father John Klein, and Emily Roman, a consecrated woman of Regnum Christi. RC Music Collective has as its goal to bring together legionary priests, consecrated women, and lay Regan Christie members to create and share uplifting music that expresses and transmits the charism of Regnum Christi. As a fellow musician, Jill had been in touch with the individual members of RC Music Collective over many years, and she was thrilled when her schedule allowed her to join them this past spring. In April, the collective met in Atlanta for songwriting sessions and planning meetings for future initiatives, both of which Jill describes as being exciting and fruitful. One of the fruits to come out of those April planning meetings was the Music and Evangelization Retreat, 
held on the weekend of May 21st to 23rd at Bocam Farms in Covington, Louisiana. The idea for the retreat came from the call that the members of the RC Music Collective felt to use this apostolic initiative as a way not just to evangelize through music, but to encourage and to form other musicians to do the same. We really felt the call to go beyond just the recording of an album. We wanted to actually put into practice a Regnum Christi Charism, which is the formation of apostles, explains Father Jaime. Instead of just being the performers, we are the formators. We don't just perform, we form. Father Jaime worked with Greg Boudreau, co-director of The Vigil Project, a group dedicated to producing and supporting the creation of music that aims to deepen the experience of the sacraments and the liturgical seasons and help restore devotional prayer in the Catholic Church. With Greg's resources, expertise, and enthusiasm, and with the help of the Holy Spirit, a retreat was planned for the weekend of Pentecost, only two months away. Father Jaime and Greg agreed that the main goal of the retreat would be to give participants the opportunity to grow in their appreciation for the gift of music in their lives, and to discern and pray about how God might be calling them to use this gift to evangelize culture through music and to better serve the Church. The Music and Evangelization Retreat hosted 23 musicians from across the United States and the globe. There were participants from the Philippines, Mexico, and Chile who attended the retreat virtually, despite the difference in time zones. The retreat opened with the opportunity for the musicians to come together in prayer using their musical gifts. From the very first night, we united in a prayer through song to open our first session, and you could immediately experience in the room that we were a unified group, says Jill. There was such a sense of community and family from the very beginning. The spirit of collaboration and shared mission that took the idea of the music and evangelization retreat from dream to reality in just two short months continued throughout the retreat. Participants gathered together in small groups, called collab groups, to work together to write a song that they would then perform at the end of the retreat. The participants who attended the retreat online worked together as a virtual collab group. Hearing these original songs was one of Jill's favorite parts of the retreat experience. It was amazing to see on Sunday morning what the Holy Spirit had done, and to watch each collab group get up and share with the rest of the group, with such simplicity and joy, what they had come up with, says Jill. You could just feel the joy and excitement in the room as each group went up and everyone cheered them on, and we really gave praise and glory to God for all that He had done in our hearts. Father Jaime agrees. Witnessing the creativity that rose up from a sense of community and shared purpose among the musicians was, as he puts it, like seeing their testimony of joy. For me, the highlight of the retreat was just to meet all these people from different areas who have in their hearts the same desire to evangelize through music, musicians who are really wanting to use their gifts to spread the message of our faith, of the gospel, and of God's love. The whole mix of these people who were united through our faith and through our musical dreams and gifts just came together in such a deep way. When we put our gifts together for God, awesome things happen. Besides opportunities to collaborate and create original music, and for individual and communal prayer, the retreat included daily Mass and Saturday evening adoration, as well as moments of stillness and silence in nature for reflection and inspiration. Every morning, the participants would meet outside by the pond, while the dew was still fresh on the grass, to pray lauds together. At other times, people took time to go for walks or simply sit in silence outside. You just knew that people were quieting their hearts to seek the Lord, to listen to His voice, and to be inspired, says Jill. 
The retreat also provided much-needed time for the participants to share both the difficulties and joys of being a musician and the longing to offer those gifts at the service of God and the Church. We talked about the struggles and challenges we face as musicians, the temptations, the areas where we need to surrender ourselves and our gifts more to the Lord, in order to make a purer offering to Him, says Jill. It's always helpful when people who share the same gifts and passion come together to inspire and encourage each other. I think many of us felt understood and like, I'm not alone in this, that it is important that I recognize my weakness and offer that to the Lord so that He can continue using me as an instrument, pun intended, of His glory. Jill recently joined Father Jaime and the other members of the RC Music Collective, including two new lay Regnum Christi members, in Nashville to record some of the group's latest songs, and she continues to discern how God is inviting her to use her gifts, both locally and nationally, to inspire, evangelize, and form apostles. Currently, she is living in Houston, Texas, serving youth and young adults through retreats, mentoring, spiritual direction, and other formative activities. To find out more about RC Music Collective, check out their website at rcmusiccollective.org, like them on Instagram or Facebook, or visit Regnum Christi Music, the official YouTube channel for Regnum Christi around the world. For more resources, visit www.regnumchristi.org or download the Regnum Christi English app today.